Sunday Showfly Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Carmen. Got the co-host, Aaron Downtown Brown. Hey, hey. All right, so we're back to normal uh, business as usual. No, uh, Aaron hasn't gone on like his 10th trip of the year. (laughs) Yeah, yep, yep. We're definitely back, back and rejuvenated. Aaron's got more more vacation time than he has work days. (laughs) He's got a pretty good, pretty sweet deal where he's working. Oh, yeah. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. But I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't vacation away from the show, even though it wasn't as fun going remote. It was still, uh, it was funny though. Like listening to my voice, I, I we were at a water park, so like it's funny. Like my voice was like almost shot, like recording. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm like fully recovered. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So uh, let another interesting week in football. A lot of teams have been a. Uh, eliminated into a playoffs have started for fantasy purposes. So uh, another crazy weekend. Now it's getting really crazy. It's getting like injuries and COVID. It's it. I, the emphasis has got to be on uh, deep benches for fantasy owners, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is definitely one of the <laughs> – this makes – you know, last year and this year – has really made you know fantasy uh, owners like uh, show off their skills, right? So see who, what waiver wire people can you pick up? What you know, what are the right ads here and there? Who to sit? Who's you know start? Uh, you know all that good stuff, but it's like amplified this year, you know, with COVID and and you know teams just finding out you know a couple of days before their games and all this and that. So definitely, definitely keeps you on your toes. All right, Aaron. So who? who- Gonna told you so from last week. Well, um, me personally, no, I didn't. This not one of my best weeks I had for told you so's. I mean, I think as far as like game flows go, um, I had a couple of those. Um, my really only like claim to fame from last week is uh, I told you so was the Colts defense. Um, you know that that worked out for me. They started off so hot. Uh, I know you've given me a lot of crap for being a Patriots hater, but I think over this past week I've gotten one more reason to hate the Patriots. And now Mac Jones, and not for anything ever mentioned before, it's uh, he jipped me out of twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, I think I screenshotted a lot of uh, that game, <laughs> and I I was in first place, first place in that captain's uh, game in the third quarter. Until Mac Jones started scoring and throwing a Hunter Henry, and then knocked me out. So, um, little uh, little depressing there. But um, Colts D, uh, you know, I kind of called that that you know I, I didn't really like the matchup against Patriots. Um, so they kind of showed up. Their defense kind of won them the game for them. You know, Winston have that best that that great of game and kind of to piggyback it. Um, you know, wasn't like DraftKings related, but I also did call the Titans losing. And the Colts kind of creeping up in that division. So uh, just a couple of told you so's, I guess, uh, in that respect. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kudos on the Colts call. I still think the Patriots are for real, though. I I mean, a- anyone else would be elated to have a rookie quarterback and be playing as well as they are. So I think uh, at the rest of the league is biding their time until Mac Jones matures. And then we'll really see what's up. But for now, enjoy it while you can. That's what I'm going to say. 
my only told you so is uh, I kind of was thinking James Robinson, but not really. I mean, he had 17 and a half points, which is decent. But uh, I'm going to go with Jawan Jennings only because he was like 3,400 and he scored 12 points. So like 3,400 for a guy to score 12, that's like a needle in a haystack. That's like real difficult to do. So uh, he continues to get looks. He had six targets again. He's the third wide out in uh, San Fran. But the, the beauty of it is that they use Debo Samuel so much running the ball that Jennings is starting to get more and more looks. And he's also their biggest uh, frame guy at 6'3", like so, as a wideout. So, like, he's starting to get more red zone looks as well. So, uh, that would be my only real told you so from last week was uh, Jawan Jennings. Not that he had a monster day. He just, for the value, 3,400. You'll take that all day long. You get someone in double digits at thirty four hundred. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. I mean, I think sometimes what this show has proved uh, proved that uh, you know sometimes even if they're not like glaring numbers, you don't win a bunch of money. It, it definitely can get people on the radar, right? Like Jennings. Uh, I think you called out Cordero Patterson before he really got hot this year um you know a couple couple players like that i mean i think i called josh reynolds a little too soon but then he started platooning as well so um yeah i think i think getting getting jennings in like your your frame of mind of you know a, a sleeper pick you know in, in both dynasty leagues and stuff like that and you know looking for the right matchup here and there with mitchell out um that that wasn't a bad call all right ab so uh you want to get into bullish buys what that means and then what, where you're going with it? Yeah, um, I'll definitely kick it off uh, this week. Bullish buys. These are the guys that, um, you know, we, we say to get in your lineup. Um, a lot of times if, if you play many lineups or multiple lineups, um, what, what I do personally is I get these guys in every lineup because I'm so bullish with them, right? So, um, you know, I'll, I'll give my two and Carmen will give his two. Um, my first one here is top price. Uh, expensive for a reason, 9,100. I'm going Cooper Cup against Minnesota uh, this upcoming week. I mean, he's playing right now as we speak. Uh, the guy, he, he just gets, you know, targets, and he gets touchdowns, and he's having, a, you know, a, a, just an amazing year. And I, I don't think it's going to slow down, especially in that playoff, um, you know, high playoff-focused game. You know, the intensity will stay. Um, it's also the highest over the week with 49. Um, so I don't think you can go wrong once again with Cooper Cup. Um, he's my number one bullish buy. And then my number two is not as expensive. Um, I had to save a little bit of money with ninety, you know, with Cup in there. So I'm going 6000 And And uh, you ready for this? Um, this is uh, other than Waller. Well, I guess I said Renfro this year. But one of my, I, one of my first Raider picks for bullish buys. So I'm going Josh Jacobs. Uh, next oh week. my god! I am. I'm going Josh Jacobs. He hasn't had like that crazy year. He hasn't actually even hit over a hundred yards rushing in a while. Um, but I do like the Raiders a lot this week. Um, they, you know, they they're still kind of hanging in that playoff race. Um, and then their passing game's kind of dwindling a little bit, and they're gonna have to rely on that run game even more. Um, Denver, Denver has a, you know, a pretty good defense. I think, you know, they're like top 10 rushing defense, but don't let, 
that, you know, um, don't think too hard on that. I, I think especially with Teddy Bridgewater out of the lineup, you know, he's kind of known to like keeping that game style slower and, you know, lend the defense, try to keep him in the games. But, um, you know, I think with Drew Locke in the game, I think it's going to be a totally different outcome. Um, so I think it's going to give Jacobs and the Raiders a lot of, you know, a lot more time of possession, a lot more possessions in general. Um, so for those reasons, I like uh, Josh Jacobs as my second bullish buy. Wow. Never thought I'd see the day where Aaron Brown is taking a Raider. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, Turning over that's a new a, leaf. That's what it, a new, a new early New Year's resolution right there. <laughs> all right. So, all right. My two bullish buys. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to hammer wideouts. So I was going to jump on cup. The only reason why I didn't was because I wanted to be, save a little bit of money and, um, I'm going the same game though, but I'm taking Justin Jefferson, 8,100 versus the Rams. The reason why is, uh, the Rams, their defense is great on paper. Right, but they're twenty fourth in DraftKings against wideouts, and Justin Jefferson has pretty much proven to be right up there with the Adamses, the Cups, the Hopkins. I mean, he's been in week in week out, just book it for double digits automatic. So I went Justin Jefferson eighty one hundred uh, against the Rams. They're in Minnesota, uh, which the team typically plays really well at home. Um, so that was my first one. Now, my second one is uh, I'm going with Jamar Chase, 7,100. At home against Baltimore, once again, playoff atmosphere. Here's the real, here's the real reason. Baltimore's secondary is beat up. They are beat up, and they are 28th. 28th in DraftKings against, against wide receivers. Not very good. <laughs> At, at home at Cincinnati, I, I'm actually going to stack Chase and Burrow this week. I like them both. So I'm going with uh, Jamar Chase at 7,100 at home against Baltimore. Nice. Um, so I like I like your second pick there. I definitely like Chase. I eyed him a lot of times. I ended up not getting him in my lineup. Um, I kind of went with Cup instead. Um, but I definitely like Chase uh, for sure. Um, Jefferson, you know, we've talked about it before, just like against Rams. Yeah, I, I, I understand the Rams haven't been like proving themselves all year on defense, but, um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's, I think it's his first time ever lining up even against Ramsey. So, um, I just, am just guessing he's in for a rude awakening, at least to start the game. It might open up later on, but, um, I shied away a little bit of, uh, on Jefferson, but, um, He's still a beast. I mean, he's still – I mean, once you rule him out, the guy, like, will, you know, put up 150 yards or something. So, um, I just felt Cup was a little safer, but I, I do like I do like both of those guys. Uh, but I like Chase a little more than Jefferson. Yeah, I like the stack. I'm going – I'm actually starting Burrow and Chase this week. I'm, 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 Burrow was really – he's kind of cheap for a quarterback this week, so – Nice. Yeah, that's funny. I actually went Cup and Stafford <laughs> as a stack. <laughs> I guess we're stacking. I guess we're we're Stack City. We are. I wasn't gonna say it, but we're definitely Stack City this week. All right. So uh, too deep. I'll, uh, I'll I'll get into that one. So too deep. It's basically we uh, we both picked two defenses that we like, 
Um, we'll give you reasons why. Uh, I'll kick it off um, with my starting defense this week in, in my lineup. And now I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm taking a page out of old Aaron Brown's book here, and I'm going cheap. 2800 at home against Baltimore. Baltimore's offense is 26th uh, as far as a, a unit in, in DraftKings, meaning then they actually allow a, a good amount of points to defenses. They give up sacks. They have some turnovers. Uh, they're not exactly an offensive juggernaut putting up yards and scoring points. So I like Cincinnati in a, a playoff atmosphere game in Cincy. I like this matchup, 2,800. I'm going the Bengals as my starting uh, defense. Now, if, you, if you're not too confident in that pick and you, and you want to spend a little bit more, I'm going to go ahead and tell people to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. At home against the Giants, Daniel Jones is officially shut down for the rest of the year. Who knows when the Giants will probably shut Saquon down shortly. Um, they're basically going to be mailing it in. And I just think it, their offense isn't that good anyways. So if, you, if you're not a fan of the Cincy pick, then I'm saying go ahead and put the Eagles in there for 3600 But I'm starting Cincinnati. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I kind of went with the same strategy, not the same first team, but I actually did have Eagles as well as my second defense. Um, so I, I also like the Eagles defense for 3600 against the Giants. You know, all those reasons you said. I mean, I think looking at kind of the points and, you know, spreads and whatnot, like they, they're guessing the Giants can maybe score 10 points at the most. Um, so I kind of agree with that as well. Um, Eagles kind of gets, you know, they kind of score. They got they got a lot of defensive scores this year as well. Um, so I do like um, the Eagles. But my number one defense for the week, cheap defense that's in my lineup, is actually you gotta you gotta be surprised here. I think, but I'm actually gonna say 2600 uh, Falcons. Oof. All right, <laughs> and it's funny, right? It's funny how many times we've made fun of them and and whatnot this uh, this year. Um, but they're not as atrocious as what uh, what we made them out to be. They're not good by any means. But um, the reason why I really like them this upcoming week is uh, they're playing Detroit, and uh, you know Detroit just pulled off that nice win um, against the Cardinals. But uh, Goff just um, Goff just went on COVID, right? So there's not a you know there's not a great chance of him returning. I mean, I guess you know with vaccinated players they do have a better chance of returning quicker. Um, but he you know he's saying that he, he has symptoms right now, right? So it's definitely one to watch. Um, I like having a, a safe play team to where okay if you get all scared of Goff, then yeah maybe go with the Eagles. But um, Goff pretty much won that game for the Lions last week. And, you know, they're already not that great of a team. And I think if Tim Boyle is their starter, I think the Falcons can kind of capitalize against Boyle as a starting uh, QB on the Lions. So I went with that, actually, a surprising defense with the Falcons. Wow, okay, yeah. I mean, um, geez, I don't know how to digest that one. Whew, that's – I mean, you're taking – you're taking risk to a whole nother level, Aaron Brown. That's a <laughs> that's a defense that I I um I see your point though. I I get where you're going with it, but 
I'm not sure that defense can stop a backup quarterback. So, and the Lions, correct me if I'm wrong, have they won two in a row? Are they on? They're <laughs> kind of like on fire right now. Right. Hey, and I did say they're sneaky covers all year too. Sneaky covers, but like, uh, I mean, hey, I like the angle. I'm just not sure. I have the faith in the defense. Um, so yeah, I'm going with the Eagles for sure. If those are your two options, I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, it, that's that's what I would be doing. Yeah, no, I think Eagles are safest play out of everyone we've said. Um, I just really like the fact if Goff does not start, I like just taking, um, you know, going against Boyle as a as a starting QB. I gotcha. All right, all right. So you want to explain what that means, and then we'll get into our pick sixes. Yeah. Yeah. So pick six, um, you know, that's kind of where, um, you know, I'll say three Comer I'll say three. Um, these are usually our value guys. Um, a lot of times, you know, they're around like the 5,000 range and under, uh, I guess, depending on the position here and there, but you know, we, we speak to why we think their values here and there, but, um, definitely usually the cheaper guys. Um, and then a lot of times, you know, that's in very debatable, you know, if you need kind of just heard us, disagreeing with defense here and there but we we definitely can can butt heads on our pick six guys as well um but you want to you want to kick it off sure sure so i'm gonna go uh i'll go cheapest to most expensive um my my number one pick six this week is uh i'm going noah fan 4400 i mean the raiders are 29th ranked against tight ends 29th ranked, and I think um, that actually the quarterback change for Denver is better for Fant. I think that uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a more conservative type quarterback, where Drew Locke is more of a gunslinger type quarterback. So I think that lends to Fant's ability to get more plays. And like I said, the Raiders are not very good at stopping tight ends in fantasy. So I'm going Noah Fant, 4,400 against the Raiders. That's my first pick. All right. All right. Um, so I was going to go m- most expensive to lowest, but I'll, I'll go the same route because it's funny because uh, you'll see why. Uh, my cheapest is 4,200, and I went Cortland Sutton. All right. Kind of with that same logic, um, we, you know, with Locke. You know, I, I did say I do like the Raiders. Um, but yeah, Locke is kind of like you said the the gunslinger. I have that same exact, um, you know, vision with uh, with Locke starting where you know um, he kind of screams like trash points. So he'll probably like lose them the game, but he still can put up numbers, especially to his wide receivers. You know, man, you can throw a forty yard bomb, this and that as well. Um, he he also likes Courtland Sutton as a wide receiver. So he's he's Sutton started off uh, strong this year, kind of really fell off. Uh, but then I think Locke kind of might, um, you know, he, he could have one of those games where he throws it up to Sutton um, on a, you know, like a deep 30-yard pass. So the same logic you said with Fant, I just went with Cortland, uh, Cortland Sutton. I like it. I actually, I don't disagree uh, too bad, although I own Sutton, and he's been a, God, has he been a disappointment this year. I mean, he's been horrible. So, but I think it's, I don't even think it's Sutton's fault, to be honest. I think it's 
the coaching and the, the way they play football. I think this week with Locke, I actually think I th- I agree with you. I think they're going to open it up a little bit. I really do. I think they're going to throw the football a lot more. Um, so I don't I don't totally disagree. Just Sutton has been such a disappointment for me. I almost I almost can't say his name without giving myself a headache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's one of those guys I'm trying to like buy low, you know, buy low and hopefully out, he outperforms. But I think it, it's the perfect week to try it out. I agree. I agree. All right, so my number two guy, I'm going with the uh, 5,100, Ronald Jones. It's Rojo time, baby. Leonard Fournette going on IR. Uh, the Bucks are going to go after a more balanced attack this week. That's per coach Bruce Arians. I think that they've gotten a little bit too pass happy <laughs> and that, you know, that they don't want their 44 year old quarterback taking as many shots as he did last week. Um, so I actually love Ronald Jones here. A couple of reasons. They use him in the passing game already and he's going to be the starting running back. So he's going to, he's going to get, his opportunities. He looked really good last week in relief. So a 5,100, I'm going Ronald Jones against Carolina. That is, uh, that's pretty funny. Cause uh, you know, before our show started, I said, Hey, I guarantee we have at least one pick six guy. And I didn't even say who, right? Like, <laughs> no, that's yeah. on it. Right. We didn't even say who it was. And uh, I, I said, I, I can almost guarantee we have the same pick six guy. And uh, he's my number two as well, 5,100 Rojo. Um, I, you know, uh, Godwin is out for the year now. Um, Mike Evans is banged up as well to add on to what you were saying. Um, so that's part of the reason the Arians is saying they want, like, more of a balanced attack as well because, you know, they don't really have the receiving core, um, you know, all those weapons that um, they normally do. I think Antonio Brown is coming back possibly um, from his suspension, I want to say. But still, um, I, I do like Rojo. Um, and not to mention, remember what I said about Carolina last week is like they're not a good team anymore. They just get Carolina's beginning of the year out of your brain, right? Like they're not good anymore, um, especially with, like I said, with the Cam Cam Newton ran offense right now. Um, they're going to get all the, um, you know, same, same reasoning I said earlier for uh, Jacobs. Um, they're gonna get just get more time of possession. I feel like, and that kind of screams Rojo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love I like Rojo for the rest of the year. I mean, I think that's a solid play for fantasy owners. Um, quick, quick. Eagles just scored a touchdown. The red dude, the Redskins cannot just cannot cover wide receivers. There's just a, they're just <laughs> so. Sorry for the side note, but I'm watching the Eagles Redskins game and. Greg Ward is just like tearing them up. Like he just scored a touchdown. So anyways, um, all right. So my final pick six, 5,300. I'm going OBJ at Minnesota. Well, a couple reasons. Number one is uh, Minnesota is 32nd ranked versus wide receivers in DraftKings. They basically cannot defend wideouts at all. Now, OBJ has had three straight weeks with a touchdown. So he, he's he's filling in that number two role. And because Cup demands so much attention, OBJ is almost guaranteed to get good looks down the field. It's like almost a guarantee because 
cup just demands so much attention. So I like the value OBJ at 5,300 against a very bad Minnesota secondary. So I'm going OBJ 5,300. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. You know, I actually almost considered um, having him and Cup in my same lineup with Stafford, like stacking the whole receiving core. Um, you know, just another reason, just because I think it'd be a you know high flying game, um, and they they don't have Higby anymore, so you can't worry about like you know like uh, share you know target shares to tight ends and whatnot. It's pretty much wide receivers is gonna be thrown to as well. So um. I actually almost had both of those guys in my lineup. I didn't, but uh, I'm not going to argue with you with OBJ. Um, now, this one, this will be a funny one. Um, so I'm actually going to go against KC right here again. So I'm like anti-homer this week. Um, 5,100. I'm going uh, uh, Claypool for the Steelers. All right. So I'm going Claypool against KC. Um Kansas City's defense has been a top 10 defense um, the last seven weeks on their seven-to-game winning streak. Um, unfortunately, they've had a couple COVID hits uh, this week here, one of them being Rashad Fenton, which, you know, the normal uh, football fan, you know, they don't really know the Chiefs cornerbacks at all. <laughs> but Fenton is the, the number two corner in uh, KC. Claypool's the number two wide receiver in uh, Pittsburgh. So I do like that matchup uh, Claypool has. He's a big body guy. They kind of um, they kind of have weakness. You know, if you notice that game against the Chargers with Mike Williams, he kind of just bodied him up on a couple catches. Um, so I kind of like Claypool against the Chiefs. I do think the Chiefs still win. I don't think it, the Steelers will score a whole lot of points, but I do like Claypool's involvement on uh, this upcoming week. Yeah. Um... I'm not going to argue with it at all. I mean, I I mean, hell, I might like Deontay Johnson. I mean, it uh, Claypool's going to get the looks because, like you said, the number two wide out. Um, Fran Muth can also be a sneaky play this week for Pittsburgh, too, um, if he's good to go. But, yeah, I don't mind the Claypool pick at all. I mean, the whole Chiefs, dude, the Chiefs are just getting tagged with COVID shots right now. So, yeah. Kelsey Tyreek Hill is another one. Yeah, so like they the Chiefs if they can they can scrape together a starting team. I mean, now this would be the week to pick players against the Chiefs. This would be the week. This would be the week to do it. Um, you know, I'm fortunately for me, I'm playing against Tyreek Hill in my dynasty playoffs, so that could work in my favor very much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see how that turns out. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on the Claypool. I think it's, I think it's a good call, uh, given the fact that who knows? Hey, they might put your boy Sorensen out there at corner, see what he's got. <laughs> oh gosh, I'll turn the TV off. I, I wouldn't even want to stand to watch the game. <laughs> um, so I do. I have one honorable mention though, um, Aaron. If you so uh, would oblige me here, um. This guy has kind of been, like, streaking. And uh, he's a rookie, but he seems to have finally caught his groove. And that's Armand St. Brown. Um, I, I, I think he was, like, 5,400 this week or somewhere in that range. I want to say 54, 56. It's pretty cheap. And he's been a target machine. 
10 targets, 12 targets, 8 targets. He's starting to catch fire a little bit. So he's another one that I kind of like, given the fact that they're playing against Atlanta, whose secondary is not really good. And, um, I mean, if Goff ends up clearing protocol, then I would definitely say start Brown. Even if he doesn't, I kind of like Brown a lot. So he's someone just to keep on everyone's fantasy radar. Yeah, I like him. Of course, I uh, you know we share uh, that team in Dynasty where we have him, so I'm definitely liking his involvement uh, here as of late. So I, I like St. Brown, but um, yeah, definitely just pay attention to if Goff's going to play. And I, I actually do think it'll matter if Goff's not playing. But like you said, he might get some PPR if it's Boyle, but I'm not looking for any big plays because, like I said, I'm kind of going for the the Falcons to have a uh, a stout defense this upcoming week, which I know is like nails on the chalkboard to you hearing. <laughs> That's uh, uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but the, I don't know that. I've said it now. I've said it now twice. The Falcons' defense is sponsored by Finlandia Swiss cheese, so. <laughs> They're pretty bad. But uh, all right, so now we, we'll get into it. We got to reach out. I don't know if you got any contacts over in Finland. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't we, we do have a listener from – is it Germany? We do. We do have like 1% of our listeners in Germany. So, yeah, we'll never know. We, we can reach out. So They want to send me some – they want to send us some uh, beer yes. and box, dude. I'll be all over that because right. you, you don't really do both. You don't do either, so I just get to double up. There you go. There you go. Nice. That's true. That's true. Well, I'll take some Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll get into the under the lights uh, portion here. This is the one where we're like, we pick a game, we talk game flow, we go into our captain's picks. Um, we really had a couple options this week. We we had we we had the Colts game. You know that one's appealing. Um, we had the Dolphins Saints game. That one's appealing because there's playoff ramifications in that one. And then, uh, and where did we end up landing? Which one? Which game do we end up going with? So yeah, we went back and forth a couple times. I mean, you you usually pick them out. You know which ones we're going to do, but we kind of started talking. And uh, I think it's fun to do the Thursday night game, the Niners and Titans this week. Um, you know, a lot of playoff uh, pushes there in that game. Uh, another fun thing is you know the Niners. You know, with the Niners playing and, uh, you know, the Colts playing the Cardinals on Saturday, that could make it per- pretty fun for us, you know, to call the Thursday night game on this show. And then maybe we go live Saturday night with, during that Cardinals game as well, you know, so because they're kind of related to the Niners game. So uh, we went Niners, Titans. Uh, Niners are favored three and a half points um, as the away team. Uh, against the Titans and the overs forty four and a half. So what? Uh, what do you what do you think? What do you think of that spread and kind of game flow and whatnot? What was it? Nine is a favorite, did you say? So Niners are favored three and a half points as the away team. Wow! And it's forty four and a half. It's forty four and a half. Yep. Oof! They, man, Vegas has got that one right on the money. I wouldn't touch the over or the under. 44 and a half, that's, I mean, that screams like a 24 to 20 game. Like, <laughs> I know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, wow. And, and and I like the Niners, too. Like, I like the Niners. I just hate um, the Niners laying points as a road team, though. God, I know, yeah. So, <laughs> I'd probably. Vegas has nailed it. Like, that's a tough one to bet. I probably won't. I probably wouldn't bet that game, to be yeah, honest. Don't bet on that game. I mean, maybe a money line. I mean, I kind of do like the, the Niners money line, but. 
Um, I mean, with them favored, that's not even a great. It's not even, <laughs> not even a great bet. That's actually like you're gonna bet a hundred to win seventy or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Oof. But I, you know, the Niners are on fire right now. They're like, you know, it, this, this is the team we knew kind of talked a little bit before we started. It's like when the Niners get healthy, they have they have all the makings of a good, well built team. Like, you can't find many flaws in that team when they're healthy. The offensive line is pretty solid. They've got weapons at wide out. They've got a good running game. They've got a good quarterback. They've got a good pass rush. They've got a solid secondary and some good linebackers. They're a well-built team when everyone's healthy. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, you, you, you forgot to mention, you know, well-coached, too. Um, yeah, you know, I like I like Shanahan a lot. Um, I mean, he's so creative in the run game. He, they they they're a fun team just to watch. Like watch run plays on offense. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they, you know, he's like, hey, I got all these running back injuries. Let's just get, get let's turn Debo Samuel into like a top ten running back. Was like, whoa, okay, that shook up fantasy world a little bit. Is is you know for the fact that Debo was kind of like a top ten wide receiver, and he's like, all right, no, he's gonna be running back now. So. Um, you know, they're definitely fun to watch. Um, they're one of my, I, I think I had a couple futures of the Niners winning the Super Bowl because, you know, they did not have great odds. Um, it's really cool to kind of see them like catch a fire as of late and uh, get healthy as well. Um, so I do like the Niners for some of those reasons um, and anti-Titans reasons where um, Titans, you know, they had the momentum. They were playing so well. Um, then they had the injuries, you know, you got Derrick Henry out now you got AJ, um, AJ Brown out as well. Um, they, they got to get super creative on offense and Tannehill, he, he kind of like puts up a good show, like puts up a good fight. I'm not saying Tannehill's not good, but I don't like, um, I don't like the Titans again. I, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to keep, um, keep losing a couple games and, and I think we're going to see the Colts climb a little bit, little bit you know I said that a couple times now so for those reasons um I like the Niners as a captain they're my they're my captain um only 5700 it gets you know it gets me Debo in the lineup Kittle in the lineup um and Tannehill in the lineup so um that's that's the route I went for my captain so you went on uh, Niners captain yes Niners so, captain all right so I I went, um, I went the other way. I went, I went expensive. I, I went Debo Samuel as my captain. Uh, reason why is um, t- Tennessee is thirty first against wideouts. They're just bad. They're bad at stopping wide receivers. And Debo is such a weapon. I was torn between Debo and Kittle. They're both in my lineup. I got Debo and Kittle in my lineup. But uh, Debo is my starting. Uh, my my captain. Um, I ended up going at the cheap end because I had to get someone in there from Tennessee. I can't pronounce his name. He's got like the three long names. He's the wide out. The wide, the wide out. There. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. But anyways, he he. Uh, I ended up putting him in there because he was cheap, and Julio Jones is banged up, so we don't even know if he's gonna play. And if he does right. play, if he's gonna play a whole game. You know what I mean? So like, I love I like the Niners here as well. But I mean, 
they are at Tennessee, so it, it could be one of those weird games where I wouldn't be – put it this way. I think the Niners will win, but if you were to tell me Tennessee won, I wouldn't be surprised either. You know, because yeah. Tennessee's got a good defense. They, with the exception of their, path, their secondary, they're, they're not – they're very stout at shutting down the run. So – you know that's they got solid linebacker play. Tennessee's and at home, Tennessee's a tough out. And Vrabel, you want to talk good coaches? I mean, Vrabel's doing the best he can with given all the, the injuries he's facing right now, and he's still in the hunt. They're still they're still in the playoffs, right? So like, um, they're not an easy out at all. And at Tennessee, I still like the Niners, but I yeah, no, it's I mean it's. I don't know. I, I keep I keep leaning towards the Niners. Um, I think yeah. I mean, I did stare at that too. You know, the Titans do have a good rush defense. I think they're top five um, rush defense in the league. Um, but I think with uh, Shanahan's run offense, they haven't really seen. I mean, I don't think any team's really used to how the Niners run the ball. I mean, they got a, some pretty. I would say besides the Ravens, um, they probably have the coolest you know, set of run plays in the league. Um, so it could surprise the Titans a little bit, even though they've been so good as a rush defense this year. Um, they they could surprise them on the run game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think for those reasons. I, but then, again, like you said, they play very well in Tennessee. Rabel's coaching is, you know, coaching is the lights out as well. So, I mean, they they – they have surprised this year. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising, especially with this how this year's going in the AFC in general. And actually, even now NFC is getting is getting uh, more interesting as well. Um, you know, with that being said, then the Niners are really, you know, they could actually end up winning that division, you know, playing the Cardinals. You know, if the Rams, you know, I'm not uh the Ram Rams are winning now, right? Yes, like the Rams are live. So they're, they're going to pick up that game. But they play – everybody plays each other these last couple of weeks, those three teams. So really can go any any way. And the 49ers have probably the best momentum out of all three of those teams right now too. No, they won five out of six. Yeah. They won five out of six. And, like, and when when they're healthy, like I said, they're, <laughs> they're a tall task. I mean, it's just sometimes you just don't know – what Garoppolo is going to show up. And that's you know, the, the thing that always scares me with the Niners is if you shut the running game down and you put the pressure on them to beat you with the quarterback, with the exception of that one Sunday night game what, against the Saints, I, I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. When have you seen that happen with Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. You know, that, that, yeah. It's funny you say that because, like, I've been thinking about it. Like, if this is not the Niners' year to, you know, make it deep in the playoffs or not, I mean, like I said, with everything so open, they have all the makings to be like, uh, to turn into the Chiefs in the NFC, in my opinion. Because what happened with Patrick Mahomes? He sat by an Alex Smith his rookie year, right? So they got mm-hmm. Trey, Trey Lance uh, as their backup, right? They got a very well built team. They got a Debo Samuels, right? He's like your Tyree Kill. 
They got an Ayuk, which is better than what like Sammy Watkins was over in the Chiefs. And they got a Kittle, which is your Kelsey, right? So they could actually turn into being a pretty pretty big juggernaut on offense, I I think, in the next year or so. Um, and then they already they have a, already have a pretty stout um uh, pass, you know, pass defense and getting better on the run as well, right? Yeah, but I mean to that just to that point that they, they got a team that um, you got to watch out for. I mean, you got to watch out for them this year, um, but definitely look out for them for years to come. Yeah, I mean, I'll just pose the question now. Insert Aaron Rodgers onto the San Francisco 49ers. How good is that team? Oh, yeah. It's, it's tremendous. I mean, the, the, they'd, like, be, they'd be awesome. I think they're in contention. 12, 13 wins. Easy. Oh, yeah. But I, I think that's even to the point that, like, you even see – you saw glimpses of Trey Lance this year that, I mean, yeah, he, he didn't take the starting position, but you saw what he can do, and yeah. I think he's going to be – he'll be a star. I, I do like Trey Lance in, in years to come. Not this year, but I think it is worth sometimes those rookies taking that year year to sit behind and, you know, grasp, grasp the NFL a little bit. But I think it'll work very good, you know, similar – position you know to Mahomes where Mahomes had a great coach with Reed got to sit back a year play a little bit and uh have a good team around him yeah I think I mean I think kind of going off a little bit of a tangent on the Niners and you know watch them lose on Thursday like you said but uh (laughs) (laughs) but I do like I do like uh how they're playing right now a lot and I do like them this week against the Titans I actually I, you know, it's tough to say it on the buy the book, but I kind of even like them to cover the three and a half. I feel like Vegas is kind of tricking you a little bit. I think, um, yeah. I think they might even cover the three and a half, but like you said, it could be a very close game as well. I mean, I'll probably end up saying the nine is cover the three and a half as well. Um, just cause Tennessee's so banged up. I mean, just, uh, but yeah, I'm, I agree with the Niners. You've got to find your ways to get Kittle. Debo and Ayuk, if you can, um, I'd I'd fade the running game for the Niners. Uh, meaning, I wouldn't start Jeff Wilson or Mitchell or any of those guys against Tennessee's defense. They're good at stopping the run, but I think you got to find ways to get the the weapons in there in the passing game. Yep, I agree. I agree. I actually had those guys with. Having your Niners captain, you can get Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle all in your same, and Tannehill all in your same lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got the three, but I can't. I don't got Tannehill because he's too pricey. So, uh, but are you got any hot takes, Aaron? While you wrap this up? Um, no, I think. I mean, well, actually, as a fun one, I will say I'm gonna call that the Falcons score. Over 14 fantasy points this week against the Lions. Ooh, 14 fantasy points for the Falcons. 14. I think they get a defensive touchdown, and I think they're all over Boyle. I think you are on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you, you know what? You were right. You were right last week about the Colts, so who am I to judge? Yeah, defense uh, has kind of been my thing this year. Yeah, out of nowhere, I've, I've kind of called a lot of those surprising defenses. My hot take is that uh, Washington Redskins, as I'm watching them right now, cannot stop the passing game. 
So they've allowed 340 passing yards to Jalen Hurts. So what I'm going to tell everyone is I think the Cowboys are playing the Redskins next week, and the Redskins are coming on a short week, obviously having to play tonight. I'd go ahead and start Dak Prescott in all your lineups this upcoming week. Ooh. Yeah. It, it could be a good day at the office for C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and and uh, Amari Cooper because, God sure. almighty, I mean, they just made Jalen Hurts look like the MVP. <laughs> so that's my hot take. My hot take for the week is – Start your Cowboys in the passing game. That's what right. that's my hot take. I like it. I like it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. That, throwing that disclaimer there. So you think your Chiefs are going to win one with all the uh, the whole the whole team basically on the COVID? Uh I do actually. I mean, I think uh, I. It does depend on the COVID guys. You know, if they all stay on it or not. Um, I think Reed has a has a cool enough playbook, and and Mahomes has shown. I mean, when he was a rookie and he played in Week 17, he beat the Broncos' stout defense at, with all backups playing, right? So they have the playbook. They have fast, speedy wide receivers. They got Hardman. They got Josh Gordon. It could be Josh Gordon that just like goes crazy. So I think they'll be all right offensively, and their defense is playing good enough um, already. So I actually still like um, the Chiefs at home. Mm. Yeah, well, I uh, like I said, I'm going against Tyreek Hill this upcoming week, playing my cousin in the playoffs. Uh, I had a bye, and uh, so now I have, my team has to play, and he's got Tyreek Hill. So if Tyreek Hill wants us to not play, I will <laughs> gladly, gladly, gladly take it. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, no offense to you and your Chiefs, I am pulling for the uh, COVID to not pass through. That's right. I I know everyone always says, oh, you want to play the best competition and get a true victory. Nope, I'm okay with not that happening. Right. (laughs) Money is money. (laughs) When you're talking money, exactly. When you're talking winning money, Brown, uh, that's a different (laughs) ballgame altogether. I don't care if his whole team gets the COVID. He's going to start everyone on the bench. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll take the layup. I'll take the layup all day long. I hear you there. All right. Well, that's it. Everyone uh, tune in to the Instagram, Facebook. We'll uh, Maybe we'll try to do a live this Saturday. I know we missed one last last weekend. Um, but maybe we can try to connect on one this this Saturday because we can uh, – who's playing this Saturday? Football. Uh, Colts. Yeah, the, the Colts game, right? Aaron's Cardinals. Secret favorite team is the Colts, so That's we right. can we can um we can watch the Colts Cardinals game, and we can do a live answer some questions. We will update anyone with injuries. Uh, nowadays, I don't even say injuries. We'll update people who get hit on COVID list, right. and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll Aaron will keep posting them on Facebook. I'll keep posting them on Instagram. Everyone, keep tuning in. Peace. <laughs>